This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for May 24, 2015. The Gospel is taken from the book of John, chapter 15, verses 26 and 27, and chapter 16, verses 4 through 15. The message is by Deacon Aaron Imey. Shalom from Jerusalem. You can probably tell from my accent that I'm not from around here. <laughs> but I, it's a pleasure because I get to be able to speak uh, today in the King's English. In the way it was meant to be said. <laughs> from, from Jerusalem and living in the Middle East, we're very used to asking questions. When Jesus, uh, that's how you teach, by the way, you ask questions. You don't tell people, you ask a question, you bring out an answer. You're closer to God when you're asking questions than when you think you have answers. Because once we, once we think we know all the answers, we stop searching. And God's too big for that. We'll always need to know more. And in the Middle East, you'll see from Jesus that you teach by asking questions. When he's asked a question... He always asked a question back. Now, in, in this part of the world, if your preacher got up and asked a question, most people keep silent. <laughs> okay? I'm going to ask the question anyway. <laughs> what is the most common command that God gives his people? That is the, one of the most important, yes. But it's not the most common what command does God give his people the most? What does he ask us to do more times than any other command? Do not be afraid. That's very close. Okay? It's not quite the most. Everybody's always afraid. Have you noticed that? We're always afraid. And God, Jesus, God, whoever, the angels, they're constantly showing up and saying, Fear not. Have courage. But again, it's not the most common the most common is to remember. God actually asks us to remember more times than any other command. Why does he keep asking us to remember? Because we keep forgetting. <laughs> okay? We are, are an incredibly distracted people. Uh, we are, this is my timekeeper, but we are really distracted. We've got these things distract us, our iPods distract us, our jobs, our family. Everything distracts us constantly. We're always forgetting what God has done. How many times have you heard or could even say in your own lives, this is what the Lord has done for me. So you know he's done things in your life. But then when troubles come, somehow you forget it. And it's as though he's not there anymore. And, 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 and so God constantly asks us to remember. And how do you remember in the ancient world? You don't sort of just sit and, and, and think. You actually do. Yeah, well, yes, you tell, and you do, you act. Because even God remembers. It's not as though God forgot, right? Because he can't forget. The first time God ever remembers is in Genesis, Genesis 8. The text will say in the Bible, and God remembered Noah. That's not exactly as though God forgot Noah. You know, we sort of had the flood drown the world, and then, you know, God's in heaven, you know, playing on his Xbox, and the angel Michael comes over and says, Dear Lord, <clears throat> there's a guy floating around on a boat out here. <laughs> and he seems to think he knows you. 
And God's like, oh, how long have you been down there, Noah? A hundred and fifty days. Oh my gosh, it must stink inside there with all the, with the with all animals. Quick, let's, let's get some, let's uh, drain the water here, pull the plug. I need a rainbow, I need some wind, I need a bird, I need some branches of trees. Great, let's get the show on the road. When you remember, you act. And it's supposed to spur you into action. Jesus said, do this to remember me. What we're going to do is a very Jewish thing to say. And you, you do it. You physically do it. It's an incredible gift. Do it. And in that way, you will remember. Every week we do that. We're going to release balloons. Okay? They're not soldiers. They're not our heroes. But they will help. We will do something. There's an action and we will remember. And so God, when he brought his people out of Egypt, when he, when he took his people out from the land of darkness, and he brought them to, across the river, what's the first command God gave his people? Go make a calendar. Okay, He says, you write down in your diaries the 14th of Aviv. You make sure you remember Passover because I don't want you to forget this is really important. Now, you guys who came out of Egypt, you might not forget. You might not forget fire coming down. You might not forget the dust when it turned into lice and started to eat us. You might not forget the darkness that covered the earth or the screams of the women when they woke up in the morning to find their children dead. But your grandkids who never saw it, they'll forget. And I don't want you to forget. So every year you celebrate Passover. Every year you gather together in your homes and you retell the story again and again and again about Passover. In fact, the job of the preacher is not to stand up and tell you something new. That is not the role of the preacher. The preacher's job is to stand up and tell you something you already know. It's to remind you again of the good news. And that memory is meant to spur you into action. And so God gave us a calendar and the, today's calendar is very special. Why is it special? What's today? It's Pentecost. Okay. On one hand, it's the birth of the church. But it was more than that even before. Because in our, in our Western Christianity, and in fact all Christianities, whether they be the East or the West, we have creeds. And creeds are good, by the way. They really cement what you, what you believe. <sighs> this is where I've got to be very careful. Because they're not always complete. We say, I believe in God, the maker of heaven and earth, creator of the world, Genesis 1. And then it says, I believe in Jesus, his son, born of the Virgin Mary, Matthew 1. We go from Genesis 1 to Matthew 1 in one sentence. <laughs> and then it's like Jesus was born, and then he suffered under Pontius Pilate, crucified and died. We go right to the end of the Gospels. There's a whole bunch, there's four books in the middle there. Okay? We've got this whole Bible in front, then there's four books, but we just keep leaping. Okay? And we, we sometimes forget what, what actually happened at Pentecost. Yes, the Holy Spirit. Yes, what we call the birth of the church. All of that happened, and that is true. But something else happened. It was very important. 